hands. Not until I've had a drink. What are you having? On the house, the barman said, as if he really thought he was in with a chance, despite his greasy, sparse hair coaxed into a sad little quiff, quivering chin and the fact that he was polishing glasses and serving drinks in a dive bar. Still, you couldn't blame a guy for trying. A glass of champagne, please. He stared at her like she was speaking Martian. We don't serve champagne by the glass. We don't got no champagne. Really? How extraordinary. She turned to Leo and shook her head, inviting him to share her disbelief. He shrugged, and this time she rewarded him with a conspiratorial grin before she turned back to the barman. Well, what do you have then, darling? She made do with a dirty martini. She wrinkled her nose as she took the first sip, and it was then that the barman realized that he was batting way, way, way out of his league, because he started fussing over his bowls of tired-looking bar snacks and left her alone. They sat there, Leo and the woman, in silence, and it wasn't until she'd almost finished her drink that she turned to him. I'll be twenty-seven tomorrow, she said. He wasn't sure where she was going with this, or if he wanted to find out. Women who looked like her, women wearing that calibre of diamond, had to be nothing but trouble. But since when had that ever stopped him? Happy birthday for tomorrow. He lifted his tumbler of scotch and gently clinked it against the side of her glass. She leaned in closer, so Leo thought he might drown in the warm, sweet-scented nearness of her. The thing is, darling, I made a vow I'd get married before I turned twenty-seven. Twenty-seven isn't that old, he said. I managed to survive being twenty-seven without getting married. It's different for men, she insisted, glancing down at her engagement ring. For women, twenty-seven is... well, it's hard to explain. Leo waited for her to at least try, but she was twisting the huge rock on her finger so it shimmered in the spotlight above her and stars clouded his vision. Look, you're obviously having a bad day, but... The baddest of all bad days. She held her hand in front of her and stared at her engagement ring as if it were responsible for all her current woes. The baddest day since records began. He hardly had to think about it at all. You know, I could marry you, if you wanted... This vision, this goddess, choked on a mouthful of martini. You'd marry me, she asked once she'd recovered. Why on earth would you do that? Leo shrugged. I used to be a boy scout. I still like to do a good deed every day. She shifted on her stool so she was facing him, the whipped white froth of her dress brushing against the knee of his jeans. You're not married already, are you?
No. He smiled at her confusion. Tremulously, she smiled back, and he was starting to like this game he was playing, even if he didn't know the rules. Do you have a fiancé? Or some girl you have an understanding with? No. Are you gay? Not that it really matters, but... No! She spread her hands wide. Still, darling, this is all quite sudden. Give me one good reason why I should marry you. There were a million and one lousy reasons, except being married was about the only thing he hadn't tried. And this had to be fate. A gorgeous girl walks into a bar all ready to say, I do, and the only thing she's missing is the groom. He summoned the bartender with a lazy finger.